Okay, welcome to the league and more live here from Totally Workwear Stadium. And our special guest in this chair today, we've got the coach, John Buchanan, Colts coach, Mark Lydon, legend Gavin Payne, and a very special guest, Brian Torby, talking about all things that are the Firehawks and ground development. We hope you enjoy our program. We'll be back with uh, Mark Lydon very soon. Mark Glidden joins me. He's the uh, coach of the Colts side. Glitto, uh, Langlands Park, mate. Uh, a new venue, but a, a new zest for you, and uh, away you go. Good to be back coaching. Oh, most definitely. You know, I was really pleased when uh, given an opportunity here by, by Torps and, and uh, Johnny Buchanan. So looking forward to it, get to coach again, but also get to do some development work here as well. So I've taken Terry Madison's role with the Pathways. And looking forward to doing that as well. All right, mate. Now, uh, the Colts competition, obviously a pathway to the Intrust Super Cup. Uh, pre-season, how'd you go? Well, thus far, we've, we've had a pretty good pre-season. Nine of my blokes have been training with the Cup, which is fantastic. It's a really good opportunity for them. And they're sort, sort of filling, uh, sorry, filtering back now at the moment. So we've had one trial. It was a 20-all draw with Burley. Um, this week we play Wynnum uh, Saturday afternoon here at 1 o'clock, I think it is. So um, we'll see how we go against Wynnum. Wynnum are usually pretty strong, so it should be good. What do you feel about uh, trolls, mate? Is it a necessary evil? Oh, it is, mate. Look, you got to get them. They need to get match fit, so you have to do them. But, um, you know, you, you cringe when you do do them because if you lose a couple of blokes, it, it's tough. But, um, yeah, they're a necessary evil. So. All right. Uh, the new rules, do they apply to Colts? Ah, they do, yeah. yeah. We've got them this year. We play exactly the same as the Intrust Super Cup, so uh, we need to be nice and fit and probably look at playing uh, flat and fast. So um, uh, whether I agree with the rules or not, I don't know, but um, I'm looking forward to seeing how it goes with it. Is there changes to the uh, interchange with these new rules? Do you get uh, more? Is that nothing? No, eight. Still remains at eight. Still eight, yeah. So young fellas, um, now obviously uh, young fellas, they've got girls, they've got cars, they've got all sorts of stuff. It's something you're not used to. You're used to coaching open grade plays. So how do you handle the, the Colts and the, um, and the Pimples and stuff? Yeah, look, I worked, worked obviously with the Interest Super Cup at Norse for a yeah. few years and, and enjoyed coaching men, always have coached men. And um, But my last three years have been at the Wynnum Juniors in junior development. So I, I did a little bit of coaching there. I, I looked after the Malmaninga, sorry, not the Malmaninga, the uh, Nev Blair 18s there for a while. And so I sort of... Yep. Yeah, you know, you don't treat them too many, too much different. They're 21 year old. They've got to make their own decisions. Um, I'm really lucky here. We've got a really good bunch of young men, and um, my job's to get them ready for cup. And um, you know, I think there's a few of them there that will play some cup this year. All right, mate. The, uh, I imagine the preseason wasn't too bad. The boys are just glad to get the steam back in the hand. Eh? They were a bit of a fairly enthusiastic bunch, of like on red quarter without water, without oh, a control. Mate, they're, they're a really good, hard-working group of young men. Um, I said this to JB the other day. I, you know, sometimes when you coach blokes, or teams, I should say, you, um, you know, you got a few lazy ones here or there, but we haven't got that. Your work ethic's outstanding. You walk in the gym, they're all doing what they should be doing. They, they all want to go places, and uh, it's really pleasing, actually. All right, so uh, makes you sweat looking at them. But you yeah. makes you sweat <laughs> oh, doing anything. You know me, I'll probably do a bit with them <laughs> here and there. So. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, so when does, when's the season start for the Colts, mate? Uh, a week after Easter. So we've got two trials. We've got... Uh, win them this week, then we got Redcliffe week off, and then we kick off round three of the Intrust Super Cup. So against uh, 
Burley Bears. All right, mate. Well, listen, all the best for the uh, for the Colts. They are the pathways to the Intrust Super Cup. It's great to see some players, obviously, training with the uh, with the Cup yeah. boys. Good luck with the uh, the Tigers this year, mate. And we look forward to seeing your uh, calm and composure on the sidelines. Oh, 100%. And, uh, yeah, there's no seven-second delay for you, my friend. But uh, whatever comes <laughs> out, you get. So, good luck. Thanks, Willow. Guess what? Totally Workwear do high-vis. They specialise in the stuff. Totally Workwear. Get what you want and get back to work. All right, we're back. League and more. Now, sitting to my right is the uh, head coach of the Intrust Super Cup side, John Buchanan. Uh, mate, you're back here at the Tigers. Uh, welcome back. Thanks, mate. All right. Now, the trial games, obviously, uh, before I get into those, the pre-season, did the boys actually seem a lot keener in this pre-season with a year off from footy? It was definitely, uh, it's felt longer, that's for sure. I'm sure the players have uh, felt like that as well. Um, number of our guys, I think there's only probably five of them that played footy last year, so um, I think we've had a 14-week uh, pre-season, so it's probably felt like about six months for some of them. But, um, yeah, look, it has dragged on a little bit. I think they seem to get longer and longer each year. So, um, yeah, we, we made a, um, you know, an effort to make the first sort of five-week block before um, Christmas fairly intense for them, but we've also, since Christmas, worked on a lot of football stuff. Yeah. The season's a little bit shorter. I don't think that comes into account because basically uh, the sixth tackle rule, I guess you've got to be fit if you've got 20, 25 games back to 20 with the, that new six tackle rule, do you find that that's going to be a bit of a struggle for the big men? Um, we're trained for it, yep. um, to be honest. We've, particularly since Christmas, we've really focused a lot on it. Um, yeah, look, you need, I think you need a lot more mobility in your pack. Um, yeah, and I think we've got that with our playing roster. So, yeah, look, am I a fan of the new rules? Um, I know I'll tell you in probably 20 weeks' time, I'd imagine, but... Uh, yeah, it is fairly quick. I think our first trial game, that first half, was really fast. I know a number of the players mentioned it was probably the quickest yeah. footy they'd ever played. So, um, yeah, as long as there's a little bit of common sense with it, I think we've got to remember that they're part-time footballers, majority of them, and, um, you know, we don't want to take away from the fabric of the game as well. But in saying that, how much more focus is there on discipline so you don't give away those six more? Uh, yeah, that's probably going to be the... You're not going to give six more away if you don't give away the penalties. Uh, definitely. I think you just got to be cleaner in the rock and yep. um, you know, have good attention to detail when you are in, in the collision there. So, yeah, look, we, we've been training really well around the rules and we've had a number of, um, you know, scrimmages with referees yep. and that. Okay. So, um, yeah, we've tried to put it into place as much as we can. Okay, only two trials? Is that on purpose? Did, did uh, you want to just sort of taper it down with only the two trials? Yeah, I was pretty happy with two trials. Probably, yep. uh, that was probably locked in before I sort of jumped on board. So okay. I wasn't really um, concerned about that. Um, they're probably a necessary evil, really. I'm not a massive fan of them. Uh, yeah, look, we played um, you know, a fairly good side in the first trial for the first half. And then after that, we, we played a lot of our younger kids and just got to see where they're all at. A lot of them had really good pre-seasons with us. And um, yeah, it was good to see sort of you know, what the future may hold for a few of those younger guys. All right. Uh, the game against, the, the final game, your trial against uh, the Winnemanic Seagulls, uh, a great game. I was very impressed with Bennett Leslie uh, up the front there. Obviously, the big he had a big motor, kept going forward. Caleb Dorton, when he came on, he was quite electrifying. He had two halves out there with uh, with Nichols as well. So when you say you don't like trials, it's a, you've got to have them, haven't you? Because there's so many options you, you've got, you've got to try and sort out which is the best way. And the only way you can do that is out in the middle. Yeah, well, look, Caleb was... Um, He's training the halves the whole preseason, and uh, Huey, 
Huey Pratt um, got concussed in the first trial. So we didn't really have anyone else we sort of looked at to play a bit of that utility role. So Caleb sort of got yeah. thrown in there against um, Wynnum and did a really good job playing at dummy half. So, yeah, that's probably a blessing having the trial to yeah. you know, explore those sort of options. But, um, yeah, look, we went fairly well. Um, defensively, I thought we were pretty good. Yep. Um, we were still pretty clunky at times with the ball. Um, you know, and to be fair, I think Wynnum were slightly off their game, to be honest. Um, you know, they, they turned over a fair bit of possession. So, um, yeah, they had a lot of ball at the back end of there and you just couldn't quite crack them. So defensively yeah. wise, they were good. But you were yeah, they were, they were good. I mean, yeah. the amount of ball they turned over and, yeah. um, you know, we probably didn't take a couple of chances that we should have taken as well. Purcell, uh, I don't know where he's going to play or if he's going to play. Uh, he's an exciting player. He's got to come from the Ipswich Jets where it's a stop-start sort of format that they had there. And somehow you've got to mould him into the Tigers' way of playing. So I don't know how you do that. Or do you just let him off the leash and go, score some points, my man? Oh, I think he's got to have a real good balance of okay. a bit of both. Um, yeah, look, you're not going to harness, you know, his natural um, instincts for the game. He's got wonderful footy instincts mm. and stuff that you can't coach. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, you know, the more we can see that, the better, you know, we're going to go as a team. Uh, but at the same time, and I know he's really enjoying having a little bit of structure in some of the stuff that we're doing. And, um, yeah, I think you'll see with the rule changes a lot less structure in the game, okay. uh, which will really suit him. And you know, game speed suits him yeah. as well. So, yeah. no, nah, he's been, um, yeah, I've always sort of admired him from yeah. afar and to coach him has been, uh, it's, really, it's really enjoyable. He's a, he's a real character and... Um, he's yeah. going to make your hair go grey. I can see you now. Oh. He's going to make some breaks here. You're just not ready for it. You go, what are you doing? And all of a sudden, come up with a, with a four-pointer from absolutely nowhere. So, but that's a good position to be in, to have somebody in that. In that. If you don't know what he's doing, Neither of the opposition, yeah. so it's always a good sign. No, no, I'm looking forward to yeah, seeing how he goes and I'm um, hoping, you know, well, I'm going to hopefully help him develop even further as a footballer. Okay, speaking of which, you're up against the Devils this weekend. Norse, traditional quick starters of the season. They usually win their first five or six rounds and obviously injuries come into effect there, but they got Rowan Smith there. That's, I think, might be his third year as a coach there, so he's got everything in place. He's got the, the cattle that he's had or wants now after three years. Yourself, you're a new coach at this club. So it's going to be an exciting uh, contest between two... You've coached for a long time, but you've got uh, players that you probably didn't expect to have, and he's got players he's brought through for a long time. So how do you beat the Devils? Oh, look, I think they're going to be one of the, um, you know, really strong teams throughout the year, to be quite honest. Uh, you know, obviously, as you said, Rowan's been there. This will be his third season now. Uh, he's obviously implemented some change in the way they play and obviously um, also changed their roster over as well over mm. the last couple of years. Got some quality signings. Um, they'll get some handy additions as well um, through their affiliation with the Broncos. So um, they're a massive threat right across the park. They play a, a really um, enjoyable brand of footy to watch, to be yeah. honest. I don't know if, not so much when you're coaching against them, but definitely um, just as a, a footy fan, um, I really enjoy watching them play. Um, so, yeah, look, how do we beat them? Well, this early in the year, you've got to hold the footy, you've got to okay. kick well, um, you've got to defend well. Um, yeah, I'm confident that we've worked really hard and we're, we're going to prepare well this week as well to give ourselves uh, you know, the best chance right. on uh, Saturday night. 
So, mate, are you glad the footage back? I mean, I imagine the lawn would have been immaculate over the off uh, uh, during COVID. You would have got all the jobs done. You would have taken up taken up a bit of knitting or something like that, mate. Or uh, what did what, you get up to in, in COVID, mate? Oh, mate, I'm a greenkeeper by trade, as you know, and uh, yeah, my lawn always looks pretty decent, to be fair. But um, yeah, look, I don't know. Glad the to be the back. wife's always got some. There's always something on the fridge to do, um, some job. But uh, no, I can't wait. Uh, I think everyone's of the same opinion as me. It's feels like the last 12 months has been yeah. three years, and um, we're all just looking forward to the you know the competition kicking off. And um, yeah, really excited to see what year has in store for the Tigers. All right, JB, we'll listen to all the best up against the Devils this weekend. There's a round one of the Intrust Super Cup. Uh, we'll see where we're at. The two trials are done. It's, uh, it's, let's get ready to rumble, as they like to say, and uh, we'll see what comes out the, after uh, round one. Good luck, mate. Thank you. Appreciate it. Well, to my right is no stranger to Tiger TV. This is uh, League Plus. Gavin Payne joins me. Gavin Payne, uh, welcome, mate. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have uh, Tiger TV, your golden dulcet tones, but you're looking forward to this year. You'll see a lot more football. Yeah, I will. It's, uh, you know, it'll be good to get down and uh, spend some time down the Cambo or in the grandstands with the fans and what have you, so it'll be, um, be terrific. I'm looking forward to a different aspect. I enjoyed the, the commentary side of it, though, and um, you know, it's a bit of a shame that that's not happening again, but for, for different reasons that I've got um, my own personal views on, but that's the way it is. And um, so, yeah, I'll enjoy watching the footy without having to be involved in it as such. Now, the Tigers oh so close over the last few years to take out the uh, Intrust Super Cup or Q Cup. You actually played the, in the last Premiership winning side in 91, uh, 30 years ago. It looks like you could have played last week. Um, <laughs> tell us about that day, just just briefly. How did you go that day? Ah, uh, look, we had a we had a really good side that yep. year. Um, you know, Langy was was great um, coaching that, uh, coaching us as well, and we we just went out and it was it was it just all fell into place. We scored a couple of tries early and you know did enough to, to have a good lead at halftime. You, you might remember Kenny Jackson kicked I think it was a 55 yard field goal, the longest field goal I've ever seen kicked <laughs> anywhere in yeah. rugby league. Obviously in rugby union, they do a bit more of that. Yep, but. Um, no, it was a really good day. We had a, we had a great win and um, we stayed really close um, with that group of players. Yeah, too long ago. Speaking about those group of players, um, I know Campbell Newman has a law about bikies congregating in a licensed area. He doesn't want that when he was Lord Mayor. You're going to get your bunch of uh, uh, cronies back together from 91, but you're not bringing them back together. You're actually just joining up on one day because you've kept in touch with these guys. Yeah, look, we've we've had 10 and 20 year reunions um, yep. at times. Most of the boys are still in and around Brisbane. There's a few that are outside of um, Brisbane. Once a couple down in Sydney and up north. Yep. Um, so yeah, we've organised a couple of days on the Saturday. We'll get everybody together and just um, do a couple of couple of hotels around the um, around the eastern suburbs um, as won't be a pub crawl as such like the old days mm. but uh, there might be a few people d ducking out the back door as well to slip <laughs> home a bit early which never happened in on no the way no. no the walk of shame of course, so um, yeah and then on the Sunday Brian Torpy the CEO down here has organized a, um, a bit of a reunion day as well and he's going to make that a traditional thing for the for the players of that one era or the one year and the two year and the three year as, yes, so, as it yeah. goes, so you know that'll be great as well. We'll um, we've got about I think I've got about eighteen or nineteen of the players turning up, and um, on the Sunday I'm sure there'll be many more here as well. All right, well we talked about a couple of close losses. Obviously, uh, PNG was one of the pride as well. Mm. Um, 
This year, a uh, new coach. Uh, there's a lot of buzz around, obviously, with the Firehawks, uh, the name of the Brisbane Tigers as well. Yep. Um, but nothing's changed about the, the, the culture and the, and, uh, and the will of the, of the Tigers. They're up against North this weekend. They played two trials. Uh, trials are trials, and that's exactly what they are. They're up against North. How important is it to get away to a good start, especially against a side like North? Oh, look, it's always important. Yep. You know, I had a look at their first four games. I think they've got uh, the Blackhawks round two, Burley round three, and then I think they've got Ipswich. So, you know, it's a fair introduction into the first yeah. four weeks of the season. Obviously, that's with a new coach and, and, and no games last year for anybody, obviously. Yeah. So everybody's in the same boat. Um, it'll take a little while for the combinations to, to, to click and what have you. But uh, any win early on is always a good win. They're, they're all important. Um, but the more you can, um, you can gather early so you get some hiccups a bit later, it's not so hard to overcome and you're still in the race to make those finals. Now, in 91, I'm not really sure how the structure of the competition is, but now you probably can't actually pencil in a game that you should win in the Intrust Super Cup anymore, or in, you're not going to rest plays, but nothing's going to be easy. You're right, mate. And I've just got to ask this question, Gavin. You talk about the, the, the field goal. How important is goal kicking now in, in this modern game, whereby, one, it gives you players a rest, but it's worth half a try? Yeah, look, it's, it's, it's super important. It's been that way for a long time. Um, they, they just get better and better, the goal kickers. You know, the, yeah. there wasn't so many, when I finished playing, there wasn't so many around the corner kickers, as, you, as they're called these days. But, you know, we were mainly toe pokers. I was one of those, and a very ordinary one as well, I might add. So, uh, you know, they, they, they just, it's so important to turn that four points into six. Um, it's, it's, it's just a, it's, it's a must-do, you know, that you want them to be 70 80% success yeah. rate, generally. Devils and Tigers, it doesn't get any better. It should be a beauty this weekend. Uh, you'll be in the can bar, hopefully behaving yourself, Gavin. But uh, just, just quickly on the, on the whole competition and the new rule changes, how do you think you would have survived with the uh, six again? I think you adapt. Uh, okay. You know, I think you just, adapt, you just adapt to the, to the, to the game that is, is before you and the rules that are there. You know, yeah. that, um, I, I've, I've never seen so many big men playing rugby league these days. I mean, you know, they talk about the NRL and it'll be in the Queensland Cup as well. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that there's, you know, there's some, some big, big bodies roaming around there. Um, how would you go if, you know, I've played at 82 kilos ring and wet. Um, mm. You know, I, would, you, would you survive? You'd have to, you know, you, you'd be doing more weights, you'd be doing more fitness, you, you'd, you'd have to adapt or you don't survive. Yeah, I think the key obviously is obviously Discipline, that six again, and how you manage your bench will be very, very important for the coach. Yeah. So there's a lot more stuff that they, they got all on. Gavin, look, we'll look forward to talking to you throughout the year on League and More and uh, get your insight on the, on the game uh, the week before and, and preview the games yep. as we go throughout the season. Gavin, uh, good luck, and uh, um, I'd imagine you'd have a, a, an EPA on you for this um, reunion so people can track you down wherever you might end up that night. I'd have a couple of brockers on me, mate, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Gavin Payne won the Legends, 91 the last time the Tigers won the, uh, the title, and hopefully in 2021 they'll celebrate a win at the end in September. Gav, thanks for your time, mate. Cheers. Get your Swift on at your local Suzuki dealer now or search Suzuki Queensland. All right, welcome to League and More. And we're joined by CEO of the Brisbane Tigers, none other than Brian Torby. Brian, good afternoon. How are you? Yeah, very well, John. That's good. We are here at Langlands Park, and this isn't the way it's going to stay forever, is it, Langlands Park? As we know it, there's ground development in the processes. Where are we up to? Absolutely. No, we've been working on a redevelopment for the club for about the last five years, so we've done a number of designs and refined it. Uh, we finalised that. Uh, council about to tick off approval for the DA, and uh, hopefully we'll start construction towards the back end of this year, probably around September, October. Uh, we may be able to do a little bit of work early, depending on um, 
um, some staging with the, with the contractors. So roughly, give us some idea what, how it will change. Are we is it the main grandstand on the, on the eastern side or the western side? What are we looking at? Well, the main grandstand will stay on the western side okay. of the field. Obviously, uh, the sun won't be rising in those afternoon games. Um, but we're, we're retaining our two heritage buildings that have been on site uh, since the 1930s. Uh, they'll be relocated to the southern end of the field inside the playing uh, grounds. Yep. Um, and then we'll construct uh, new buildings on the western side, uh, new canteen, toilets, merchandise, and then a double-storey building which will house four new dressing rooms, uh, doctor's rooms, uh, referee's rooms, and then upstairs we'll have administrative offices, corporate boxes, uh, and then coaches' boxes and, uh, and media. And it's, not, and it's not just rugby league we're, we're talking about, we're, we're focusing on the community at large. Really. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're, we're a community club. Lots yep. of community groups use the grounds here. So that will continue. Uh, we look to have those people in here. We play a lot of community rugby league, skills sport, um, junior rugby league. Uh, we've had gridiron finals here as well. So mm. we certainly make the ground available for the community users. Uh, naming of any particular stands, is that in the process? We're looking at that right now. Yeah. So our committee will go through a list of, uh, of the grand stands. Uh, but also going further than that, we may be looking to name, uh, say, our boardroom, uh, meeting rooms, okay. as well after uh, uh, people who have made us a significant contribution to the club. Yeah, the, the East Tigers, the Brisbane Tigers, as they know now, you've been around for a long, long time, so there's a lot of heritage here. That won't be lost at all. It'll just be, it'll be the same turf in the middle of Langlands Park as we've known it, but it's just going to be uh, polished a little. It'll be bigger and better. Yeah. So the club started in, uh, in 1917 as Cooparoo and then evolved to Eastern Suburbs in 1933. Um, so we've been at the ground since the 60s um, and uh, that'll continue. The main playing field won't change. Uh, we're just looking to get better facilities for our players, yep. uh, for our staff and for our spectators. All right, so look out for uh, the bulldozers to move in after the season. It'll all depend on how far the uh, Brisbane Tigers go on the Intra Super Cup as well. I mean, you, you, might, be, you might have to wait a long, long time it, it come uh, minor and major semi-finals. Fingers well, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed we'll be, uh, we'll be playing football in September. All right. Now, uh, the big talk of the town, obviously, around the NRL 17th team. Uh, let's just, first of all, your thoughts on why does Brisbane need a second... Rugby league team well, in the NRL? Well, for us, we think it's a no-brainer. Greater Brisbane, 2.5 million people, uh, one team. So you compare that to Sydney clubs, who uh, the nine Sydney clubs, they average about 450,000 people per club. So we've got a lot of people, a lot of people playing football, a lot of uh, young men and women yep. uh, playing football, uh, who are only going to get a pathway, realistically, to one club with the Broncos. Unless they leave and either go for other clubs in Queensland or go interstate to uh, New South Wales or Victoria. So we think, obviously, having another club here is a better pathway. More people, uh, players playing uh, locally, staying at home, which is much better from a well-being point of view. Now, the Firehawks is the, is the name. We won't go into that too much uh, as it is. When does the whole... Everybody's talking about it. So what are the NRL? Are they giving you any indication of when they'll actually make a decision? Where are we up to in that process? Yeah, we had a best indication uh, last week when Andrew Abdo addressed the uh, Intra Super Cup CEO. So... Uh, they're looking to uh, go out expression of interest um, for submissions in, in April, so only next month, and then looking to make decisions by either June or July. So, you know, the timeframes are getting shorter if you have to put a squad together by, say, 1st of November uh, 2022. Uh, you're getting only towards 18 months, maybe less, up to towards 12 months. So uh, time will be of the essence there to put those squads together. Of course, you've got to get coaching staff in place first, and then they'll look at lists. So it, it's starting to get a little bit tighter. Yeah, yeah. All right, and now the, the other question I want to ask you, obviously, is why there's three contenders that we know of at the moment. 
Why are the uh, the Firehawks the best option, do you, do you believe? Uh, what's your biggest selling point here? Oh, look, we're a couple of things. We're, we're well located within in Brisbane, so centrally uh, it's a good place to train and play yep. in here. We'll be playing at Suncorp Stadium, uh, which is similar to the other the other bids, we suspect. Um, look, what we're going to be a little bit different uh, is what we plan to market, how we plan to market, go to the market and draw in fans. Um, we've got a good business plan. Uh, we're well supported by our leagues club, uh, who's... Um, uh, financially in a good position. But we've got a good business model we can yeah. see on our own. We don't have to rely on the Leagues Club. Uh, but it's good to have them as a backing there. Yeah. Uh, so look, we're looking to generate new fans into the game, not to cannibalise the Broncos or the Titans. And I think that's very important. And yeah. we've got a great marketing strategy to do that. All right. Um, and at the end of the day, it isn't so much about uh, um, uh, the, the Brisbane Tigers or, or that. Brisbane needs a second team. And obviously people don't realise that, yes, every second week, you will be playing at Suncorp Stadium. It won't be at the other uh, nominated venues. It's actually going to be there. So you will have fans of other clubs in the NRL will get to see their team twice a year. Absolutely. There's yeah. lots of people who live in Brisbane who, aren't, who may not be Broncos fans or supporters of other clubs. So if I'm a St George fan or if I'm a, you know, a Roosters fan or a Cowboys fan, I can get to see two games yep. at, at Suncorp rather than the one. All right, fantastic. Well, lots to be done. Obviously, it's early in the piece, but we've got to wait for uh, Volandis and the boys to make up their mind who will be the, the successful bidder. But uh, you can't worry about them. You've got to worry about your own stuff. It's almost like rugby league, isn't it? You, you worry about your own game plan and what you can do. You don't worry about the uh, the others. You're on the leaderboard. You're walking up the 18th. You don't look at the, the leaderboard and hopefully at the end of the day, uh, you, uh, you get the nod. You can only control what you can control. Yep. Uh, we're going to have a very good bid. Uh, our saying our business plan is very strong. Our marketing plan is um, yep. exceptional. So we think uh, we're in a very good uh, spot to give ourselves the uh, the nod. All right, go the fire horse. Should be uh, and that absolute cracker of a uh, uh, concept where we can get that off the ground. Brian Torby, thank you for talking to us on League More, and uh, I'll let you go back to doing what CEOs do, and that is everything. Thanks very much. Good evening, mate. My and that's a wrap here on episode one here of League and More. Thanks to our special guests, obviously Brian Torby, Mark Lydon, John Buchanan, and Gavin Payne. Get down, totally work West Stadium, six pm up against the Devils this Saturday night. Should be an absolute beauty. Round one of the Intrust Super Cup. We'll see you next week.